0: Listening to the TBD podcast
1: with Tom Childs, Brad Simcox, and Dave Barnett. The topics are to be decided. The dates and times are to be decided. Heck, even the title of the show is to be decided. Sports, movies, TV, gaming, world events. What we had for dinner last night, and maybe the odd slice of Kansas City Chiefs football. All right here on the TBD Podcast.
0: How's it going, everyone? You're listening to the second episode of the TBD podcast with myself, Brad Simcox. We've got Tom Childs with us and we've got Dave Barnett as well. Um, how are we doing, boys? Everything
2: okay? I'm good. I missed yeah. the days of the Arrowhead Supremo. Arrowheads are brought Yeah, you're not, though, no, yeah. now, eh? Yeah. yeah. Weird. Just he's saying no. it's just saying that. He's bog standard Tom Childs. <laughs> you're just a
0: normal like us now.
2: <laughs> the yeah. wannabe American Tom
3: Childs. I have to. I still have to pick this bone with you, actually, because you never responded to my tweet. Um, oh,
0: he's Hollywood, isn't he? Yeah, I know. He's no, Hollywood yeah. now.
3: When he actually used "y'all" in a tweet. <laughs>
2: do, do you mean? Do you mean "y'all"?
3: Ah, that's the one. <laughs> Y'all, unironically, I might add as well. Used "y'all" in a in a tweet, and I called him out on it. Didn't yeah. respond at all. Got too big time for us, but also. Trying so hard to fit in with the uh, you know, that's AP it. guys isn't he? since, so since
0: he's been, been working with our head pride. That's it. All his like kind of proper grammar's gone out the window, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Rod- Rodney
3: and Delboy would be
2: ashamed of you. <laughs> ashamed. Uh, gone are the days where I spoke proper good England. Proper <laughs> good England, mate. Top stop in it, geezer. Um, yeah, back to the tweet, Dave. Um, Yeah, sorry, I get so many mentions these days. Oh, God, here we go. There we go. You got lost. He's got no time for us anymore, Brad. Big time, (laughs) really. I I did see the tweet, and I thought about replying. In fact, I think I even started um, putting together a tweet, but then I thought, why am I answering to Dave? Why do I care what he thinks? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) just swiftly deleted it. Tom's
0: Tom's verified without the actual verification little sticker thing that's next to your name. The fact that oh, he... I get
2: done by accounts like that all the time. You know, people put like the little emoji, which is like a seven oh, instead yeah. of a one. Yeah. <laughs> I get done all the time. they would be like, oh, a Bamiang signed. Uh, <laughs> no, yes.
3: But the fact that he saw it and thought about replying shows that he still cares, Brad. Yeah. Even though he tries to hide it. He still
0: can. He was racking his brains to find out who yeah, Dave Barnett was, like
3: <laughs> 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 wasn't he? Yeah.
2: Who's this geezer with twenty-five followers? Do, Do I remember know? him, Dave? I remember. I'm sure I remember a
3: Dave once. Yeah, in my peasant years. To be honest, he probably just couldn't think of a good enough comeback. That's what it was. <laughs> he literally had no excuse for it, and he was like. God, I need to go and reassess my life. <laughs> but
2: to be fair, I have used it again since. Um, you since, <laughs> since you uh, called me out on it. But I can't remember what the context were, but, was, but I definitely used it correctly. It's just whether I should be using it or not is the, is yeah. the question. You, you only should to use, use it on... It? I was going to say, do you use it in your day-to-day vocabulary? Um... No, but a lot of people no, say things we go, right. no, but a okay. lot of people say things on the internet that they would never say during uh, their day to day. <laughs> mm. <laughs> people forget people forget that Twitter is just an extension of their thoughts. They think that they can separate themselves from their normal their reality when the truth is that your Twitter, your your Twitter account, your social media accounts basically are your reality these days. If you say something on social, you're gonna get in trouble for it in reality. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: I was definitely. just
3: wondering like did non, non- your mates like giving you shit for it or they just not they just I, not care about you Twitter Ah uh, He doesn't
0: use it on his, on his Arsenal tweets though, does he? <laughs> I just no. don't have any mates. <laughs> yeah. <I haven't>. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're actually, just, just I, other side
0: of the pond, aren't they?
2: That's it. I actually did do a um, a quick search on Twitter whilst we were talking. Tom Charles fifty um, six with the word y'all afterwards, and I can see your tweet here. Did you really just say y'all? What has Arrowhead Pride done to you? And then <laughs> underneath it, there's a tweet from Neil Blair, and he's talking about. White pudding, and then Matt Lane, also of Arrowhead Pride, he's actually said, Y'all get one dish with a fla- with flavor, <laughs> so maybe uh, it's an Arrowhead Pride thing. <laughs> could be, could be, yeah,
3: yeah, but uh, Matt Lane's American, you're not. Well,
2: y'all do not know that. <laughs> <laughs> actually, didn't
0: you get wrongfully, um, what's the word, not accused, but you were wrongfully given praise for, um, an article recently for our head pride.
2: I was. I what was, was that one again? <laughs> CBS, uh, as reported
0: by our Tom <laughs> well, Childs. Yeah, yeah. Did I? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: I don't See, report things. I just <laughs> copy things off other news <laughs> sites. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, CBS, they put uh, Head, uh, Tom Childs of Arrowhead Pride reports that John Lovett will be ready for training camp. <laughs> That's classic. Did I? Did I? I don't think sir. <laughs>
1: I reported that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was, uh, I was. I sent. I sent it, that to all my mates. Yeah. You see, all, did, did y'all see this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, even getting prayers without actually doing
0: any of the work, mate. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's I'm, pretty much
3: was what ha- happened to our heads abroad in a nutshell.
2: No, I, I, I couldn't complain. There was my 15 minutes of fame. so my soccer AM days. That was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The 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 one report that credits me with make breaking actual NFL news even though I did get to do a little bit for that far pride this this off season like there was a theme going along that the Chiefs all the big stories would break at like 7 o'clock in the morning over yeah. here like 1 o'clock in the morning American time and I'd just be sitting there like there'd be a story for example the um, Sammy Watkins contract uh, the yeah. structure break at that time Colquitt was the big one yeah Colquitt as well but then I was, I was caught in two minds. I was like, it's not my job to write about stories. It's my job to create news. And I was like, do I do it? Do I do it? Or do I not? Do I get in trouble? And I done it. I just went with it. I thought, sort of sod it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put a story out there for the website. And luckily, um, my grammar passed the test. I didn't include the word y'all. And, <laughs> Spelt colour wrong, though. <laughs> and Pete was okay with it. Yeah. So yeah. I got away with that one just about.
0: Yeah. You're getting too Hollywood for us, mate. That's, That's what it, it is. I, I, it's, it's nice to have you on the show, mate. <laughs> can't believe you know
2: we've what? got you on. I can't believe this is only the second one we've done. We've, we're now, like, what, 150 days removed from, like, lockdown starting mm. or whatever it was. And yep. this is only the second time we've managed to make time to talk to each other, which is just mental.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, well, I was just having a look. When did it say Then we did the last like, four months ago? Wow. So it would have been, yeah, like the beginning of eight. Beginning of lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's not our fault though. No, it's all Tom's. It's, it's all Tom's fault. <laughs> yeah. um, Too Um time.
0: Actually, how's your lockdown going anyway? Um, I know we have kind of like come out of the, uh, the 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 wilderness kind of thing on on this lockdown, mm-hmm. um, where we can can do some things but not. Yeah. Um, semi lockdown. Semi so, lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Lockdown's um, got a semi.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just killed the conversation there, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's,
2: um, going, it's going all right. It's going all right, is it? Yeah. Um, but like you said we're all in that half and half stage at the moment yeah. we still certain things we can do certain things we can't but we've still got to be sensible with the things we can do I don't know if you've had the same troubles that I have Brad but having young kids has made the rules really hard to follow because oh, um, the kids aren't allowed to go near anyone still um, so all the new rules that they've introduced have been great if you're someone like Dave because he's an adult and he can socially distance from someone but being a parent trying to keep ones away from other people yeah. has been a nightmare. So it's been great that we can do things, but at the same time, it's been like, Harry, Barney, get back in. Do you know? It's
0: funny. You just saying that there. It's funny when you see other people. When you see, like, my, my uh, daughter, Holly, she's five years old, and whenever she runs up to people, they, they, they look at her with her hands up in the air like she's a running time bomb. You know, running yeah. <laughs> up.
1: Don't touch me. Don't touch me.
0: Um, I had an
2: episode a couple of weeks ago where someone commented and said, you alright Tom? I went to shake my hand like put out their hand (laughs) and I just looked at them in disgust like, (laughs) what are you doing? And then I just kind of like pointed an elbow in their direction. (laughs) You think I'm
0: touching that? I work for Arrowhead Pride, you know.
1: (laughs) Y'all.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm. But has it been for you, Dave? It's obviously got to be a little bit easier for you. Now, I know you hated it at the start being a single person in Manchester. It must have been awful.
0: Dave's never single.
3: Yeah,
2: it's nice but it's pretty much...
3: As back to normal as possible for me now, really. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm working normally. I can go out and do things again. Like, obviously.
0: Five women a night, kind of thing.
3: That's the one. That's (laughs) the one. Only Um, five this time. But, um, yeah, I'd say the only thing is, really, I I obviously can't see my my mum and my sisters properly. But that's about it, really. Like, it's weird. I can go to a pub and whatever, but I can't really mm. go and see my family properly mm. so it's uh yeah it's a bit weird at the minute i have to say but
2: priorities of the british government but let's yeah. not get into that <laughs>
3: yeah let's not make it political tom let's get the economy going again but fuck everyone
2: else <laughs> <laughs> fuck your grand your granddad and your grandma who cares they can't see their grandkids <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, like christmas, christmas spend a bit of money at- yeah <laughs> Yeah. It's, uh, it's I saw, actually I saw, I saw something the other day it was about um, how it was in Manchester because obviously they've increased the lockdown and you can tell us if, that's, if that's, this is true or not but it was um, an article that said that you, you can't have sex with someone now if they're not part of your household because of the increased measures <laughs> but you can do it if you go to a hotel so basically if you pay £64 for a Premier Inn you can't catch Covid not really?
3: technic- not technically true.
2: No? Okay. No. It's, but it's I I honestly still allowed did... to have
3: social bubbles, so you can still have single households can still oh. mix with, like have what a social bubble with another household. Okay. So I guess... it's not completely you know, you can't go to any other households but you can only do it with one other household. And that so person I, has to be a single household as well.
2: I either misunderstood the article or the internet was lying, and neither of them can be true. I was going to say the internet never lies, Tom.
3: <laughs> never. no, mm. uh,
0: no the uh, lockdown's been um, one of those things that none of us have ever, ever witnessed before. Um, like I said, I, the kids have been driving me nuts. Um, <laughs> my son's never been to school for six months; he's loving it.
1: Um,
0: yeah, it's just it's just a, a really odd time, and. Then we had all the sports that kind of started up again, didn't they? I mean, soccer uh, started up and the Premier League continued its season, which uh, to the delight of many Liverpool fans. So well done to Liverpool on winning the uh, English Premier League. But uh, let's forget about that. We don't really need to talk about Liverpool, do we? Um, The other thing that happened recently is Arsenal won the
2: FA Cup. They did. Yes, they, they won did. the FA Cup they in did. front of a sell-out crowd. <laughs> <laughs> they they, they bought their trophy home. Um, uh, it's I just th-
3: about as loud as the Emirates as well. I yeah, yeah, is. yeah, but it was, yeah.
2: As a season ticket holder, that is true. Um, yeah, no, it's good that Arsenal won the FA Cup. It's, it's our trophy. No club takes the FA Cup more seriously than Arsenal, you can argue. Man City have been good for that in recent years as well. Mm-hmm. Well, That's the League been, Cups are... Uh- yeah. Our
3: trophy, we've won it three years on the trot.
2: So. There you go, there you go. So now was good, good end to a um, a testing season for Arsenal. Lots of mm-hmm. lots of ups and downs, but um, Arteta looks the business, and I can only thank Man City for uh, giving him some training and then uh, yeah. handing him over to us because the the future looks bright for Arsenal. And I must say, whilst we're on the subject. I was really like anti football coming back because I thought there was bigger priorities in the world mm. than getting football back. I thought, yeah. At the time, I was like, "Why is this a priority? It doesn't need to be a priority." Let's 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 create. Um, let's concentrate on health first, as opposed to football. And they brought it back. And it must be said that they have done one hell of a job in bringing it back. The Premier League, all the clubs, all, all the European leagues, all the TV companies. Like you wouldn't have known by the standard of football on the pitch that there wasn't any fans in the ground mm-hmm. like, yeah uh, like say, the first couple of games you're like oh this is a bit iffy yeah but, i think but, that was the worst bit but after they the, the players got their legs back and they got used to it the standard of football at the, by the end of the season is ex- has been excellent and it still is excellent in champions league and the european competition so um i'm glad it come back in in hindsight but um I'm, it does give me hope as well for what I um, no doubt we're going to talk about shortly but yeah I just want to say qu- quite quickly that um football was an excellent um excellent example of how other sports leagues can can make this make this work in these testing times
1: yeah
3: yeah I I do agree like you know that first week or two it was very shaky because players were clearly not fit properly and yeah I think everyone was still trying to get back in the rhythm of things but yeah, now, you know, outside of the fans not being there, you couldn't really tell the difference, to be mm. perfectly honest. Um, and obviously City played Real Madrid on Friday night and, the the you know, yeah, a couple of uh, Rafael Varan howlers aside, it was a, a very high-quality game. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's been a nice break from things, I have to say. Like, I think that's been the biggest plus about it coming back because I think I was starting to lose my mind a little bit with not having, you know, there's only so many episodes of stuff you can watch on Netflix before you start to go a little bit crazy mm-hmm.
0: yeah. It begs the question though, doesn't it? I mean we've always said that fans make a football club and things and you know it's, it, it builds the atmosphere and that but it's proven straight away that we can actually we can still watch games without fans being there and there's still a bit of an atmosphere when you're watching it from home as well.
2: Yeah, I was yeah. going to ask, are you guys, were you guys, um, crowd noise on or crowd noise off? Like, were you, I liked you it happy, on. Did you, have, did you have it on, or were you happy to listen to Mikel Arteta going, fucking hell, Alex, get out the fucking house? <laughs> <not that> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I had it on. Was, yeah,
3: it's just see. because it was weird without mm. it on. It, yeah, sounded like a Sunday league game. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I,
2: I do worry a bit about the um, the potential for future for fans because um, all I see around the pitch is a lot of advertising space mm-hmm. when I'm watching these games and thinking how much could um, potential advertising deals be worth if they just took out a couple of blocks of seats and just threw in some advertising. I was as about to it. ask the same thing. Cause... As opposed <laughs> to fans because those fans are okay, yeah. it's limited really in the amount of money you can get from a certain block of seats but if they put that up for auction for example it's just one big blob of um, advertising or put a screen there or something like that to have rolling. Like you, you don't, you don't know. Or will the broadcast change? Will they take out the fans from the broadcast? Still keep them in the stadium and then just cover them over. <laughs> <with> <laughs> bad cover them over. No, you just you anything is possible these days. And now what yeah. this has proven is that football, in terms of quality on the pitch, don't it doesn't really have no. fans. It,
0: like, it, do you know what? You're right. I mean, did did you see the um, Royals game? Just recently, with against the Cubs,
3: Is that Uh, baseball. Baseball, yeah. Depends which one. I've watched a few. (laughs) They were they were
0: like um, computer generated fans.
3: Oh yeah, CGI. Yeah,
0: and and like Tom was saying, there you could easily change fans that are actually there, you know, like actual humans into into actually advertising space. Where yeah, like where other times you couldn't.
3: There's certain things sports can get away with. That is not one of them. I think. because well, if that there's was muddy the map. case, I think you would have seen teams try it now. But I just think this only so far you can push the envelope before you'll get blowback. Mm. And that is one of the things that I think you'd get way too much blow. The first team to try it would just get absolutely annihilated for
2: it. Mm. And it would put every other team off from doing it. You're talking he, about, We're talking about potentially a Premier League team. The Premier League is renowned as being one of the most money-grabbing organisations. I thought. know. It's, it's, at the end of the day, so, it, they still need the matchday
3: income. Like They still need it. And you know, as much as it's shown that you can put on the event of football without fans, I can tell you now there'll be several teams in the Premier League that are dying for fans to get back, hmm. even from a monetary standpoint um but i i think also it, it makes a huge difference to the better teams mm-hmm. because i think you'll see certain teams will struggle by not having that home advantage i think the bundesliga was the best example of that where you know how there's normally it's st- the statistically proven advantage from playing at mm-hmm. home and you know when the bundesliga came back that would Basically got completely wiped out by the fact mm. that there were no fans there, so I, I certainly think you'll see other mm-hmm. teams that will want to get the fans back. It'll help local
0: economies football. as well though, won't it with with the fans being back and everything I know it's not, I know it's not in the football club's interest yeah. to uh, think about local economies and that, but you know to for for that nation it's uh, it, it's definitely something you need especially on match day.
2: Well, in terms of local economies, I'm just more looking forward to the FA and the UK government getting fans back into um, non-league games because whilst the Premier League um, attendance in Premier League looks like it's going to be months and months, if not a year away, um, that's time that people could be spending at their local non-league clubs and there could be some serious money being invested into grassroots football now and non-league football. Mm -hmm. And that's not, not happening because the rules don't allow it, the guidelines don't allow it I just I find it crazy, sorry to get a bit political and back onto lockdown but it's crazy that beaches can be full and parks can be full yet non-league clubs aren't allowed to have fans fans in the ground when they could be making some serious cash right now I think pro- the football, priority of football needs to change a little bit at the moment mm. and concentrate on the lower leagues because the lower leagues are, are more important than the, um, the top end at the moment, they have to be because they are the local economies they are Teams. Yeah, I just think the mm-hmm. problem
3: at the minute is that not you know not enough of the long non-league grounds are big enough to properly socially distance. in. I'll take Altrincham, that are my you know hometown team, for example. Their stadium can fit about six thousand people in. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to socially distance, you could probably fit a f- what maybe five hundred people in it max.
2: Yeah, that's got to be better than none, though.
3: Oh, I'm sure, but you're saying it as if there's gonna be a massive injection, they'd normally get about fifteen hundred people at home. It might help them survive a little bit, but yeah, I don't think it's gonna suddenly turn around non league football by any stretch just because yeah, I don't think the infrastructure's mm-hmm. in place for it. And if anything did happen, you know, where a bunch of people went to a non league game and or, you know, lower league game and the following week, a mm. hundred people from that game ended up with COVID you'd never hear the end of it absolutely
2: never are you you saying that the UK media will look for any excuse to jump all over football and tarnish its it's great name (laughs) not just all over football (laughs) over
3: people at the minute you've seen the government doing it where they basically try to blame people going to other people's houses for the recent sort of surge in say surge recent jump back up in the number of cases nothing to do with the pubs or you know public spaces reopening again, it was to do with people going into other people's houses which was absolutely fucking bullshit. <laughs> absolutely bullshit. Like, people have been able to go to other people's houses for months now, but weirdly, when the pubs reopen and the numbers jump back up, it's people going to other people's houses that's the problem. Uh, hmm. Yeah. doesn't seem to quite make sense to me.
0: Well, nobody gets pissed up on booze and starts uh, hugging people, do they? <laughs> no, no. You know, no. nobody ever does that.
3: Just, that, like, honestly, I do wonder sometimes, like, and the thing is, people eat it up. I know like you see people on social media going on like oh if people were less selfish and stuff and it's like the people going to other people's houses is never the problem it's the fact that you've got a bunch of people going into a small space hmm. all getting pissed next to each other <laughs> that's the problem not you know you or me going visiting our mum or our gran or whatever and socially distancing in the garden that's not causing the problem the fucking idiots that go to the pub but Mm. yeah don't go into someone else's house go to the pub as much as you want though what the fuck
2: and I apologise to anyone listening to this while sat in a bar (laughs) 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 you're sat in the corner going for a quiet pint I know i listen to my three favourite guys Uh, (laughs) yeah I'm sure
0: the red lion in Dagenham's got us on (laughs) Uh, sticking with the the Covid theme because it seems to be very topical with the world right now um Obviously, across the pond, uh, baseball, uh, I've tried to steer it onto baseball. You guys went down another another route. Sorry, um, apologies. Yeah, sorry,
2: it's the um, anti-Boris Johnson podcast. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah the, um, our friends over in America, they obviously tried getting uh, baseball underway and it seemed to hit a bit of an issue in the first week, didn't it? Um, mm, where yeah. uh, there was just suddenly cases cropping well, up everywhere. The Marlins basically had a yeah. team. Um, yeah, go on
2: you've got examples all over the world and how to do this properly um even in america you've got examples of how, yeah. to, how you can do this well nhl have been brilliant so far the nba what they've done a lot harder for baseball i know what the nba have done excellent what football's done what all these other sports have done they've managed well, to cope I mean, with covid really well and then you've got baseball <laughs> you say
3: it's hard for baseball to do but weirdly every year they manage to get together for spring spring training in two locations That's and play a load of games but That's all true. of a sudden they can't do it now like <laughs> it just seems weird like why they couldn't have arranged something similar to that and, well um, it seems to
0: be um, related to like you were saying before it's, it's gatherings a game where they've say they've won a game and they've gone out for a night out just a bit of blow off steam kind of thing and they've all kind of started spreading it around a bit in these bars and clubs haven't they um which yeah it's it's probably not the best thing to do especially when you uh...
3: no Brad it's because they were visiting the parents or the grands sorry in the right. yeah. that's why sorry. it happened yeah. the
2: problem is is the whole issue of COVID has been politicised massively in America that you've now got you it, groups of young guys who likely aren't going to get seriously ill from COVID let's be honest statistically they're very safe from it but you've also got a lot of young people that Because they're going to be safe from it Feel like it's not their problem To protect Others it from it yeah. mm-hmm. And um, I think it's, it's A society issue that the, the issue with Covid isn't you getting it If you feel like you're a healthy person The issue isn't you getting it It's you spreading it and someone else getting it That could it could potentially be fateful um, for and, um, and I think that's a problem in America, full stop. I moment. it's a problem over here with a lot of people yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, It's not just America. No, no. It's a. It's We're not a, all it's, high and mighty no, me. no, no, I mean, but um, but it seems like in America that is the country split fifty-fifty, and and it's the idiot in control of America has certainly hasn't helped that. At all. No, mm.
3: I think it shows with the numbers because the numbers kind of back that up a bit. Where the cases have jumped up, but the number of deaths hasn't Mm -hmm. because it generally is younger people that are getting it at the minute because of them going out into places and you know meeting up but obviously yeah due to the fact that the death rate is much lower in younger people and healthy Mm -hmm. people that's obviously why the death numbers aren't jumping up again yeah, I mean
0: that that leads nicely on to really what the NFL are trying to do now, isn't it? About you know the start of the season, we're a month away from the first game now. With sorry, do we know
3: what they're trying to do. I don't like, Yeah, we're not, what seen, what we're so not we seeing we're not seeing
0: what they've have not seen what the preparations have been. The Chiefs facility, you know, has been amazing. It's it, it, they've they've got all sorts of different checkpoints and stuff that you've got to wear these electronic ID cards. That if you're if you're stood with a tier one um and a tier three then that could be a potential kind of you know spread yeah yeah. Yeah, you know um and they've got obviously the 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 perspex screens up and things um next to each of each of the lockers and there's always a space between them and all that kind of thing they've split up the offense and the defense um there's loads of things that they've been doing the chiefs and i think there's a lot of teams have been doing something similar along those lines so I suppose, in a way, we're using baseball as a bit of a guinea pig to go, this is what you shouldn't do. Yeah, this, is, this is what we should be doing. It's easy
2: now. This is the thing. In August, it's easy. We're talking about young men asking, we're basically asking them to sacrifice for six months. And they should. It's their job. They mm-hmm. get paid yeah, very paid. well to do mm-hmm. their, to their so. job. And they should, they should be able to behave themselves. But we know that they're not all going to behave themselves. And there are going to be cases in the NFL. Yeah, there will. And I'm just just intrigued to know how they're going to deal with it. Like, week three, Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson on Monday Night Football. What happens if Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey and Tariq Hill will come down with a positive case? Or one of them comes down with a positive case, but he was spent some time with Patrick Mahomes. Are they going to turn around and say, right, Patrick Mahomes, you have to... Self-isolate yeah. now with, mm-hmm. with 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 Travis. Even though you haven't had a positive test, but you spent that amount of time with, we just don't know what they're going to do if that situation arises. This is why the NBA has worked a treat because they've done the bubble. They've put the the uh, the yeah. entire the the entire league or the league that's still playing into a bubble for three or four months and said, right, let's finish the season. And it's worked a treat. They, uh, I don't think they've had a single positive case yet. Mm-hmm. In, UFC have done the, the
3: same and done a very good job of it too.
2: And I I know it seems like a sacrifice, but for me, bubbles is the way forward. And I know you've got a lot more player transactions within the NFL, which could cause a problem. But if a player gets released from a team before he wants to sign for another team, he has to go into quarantine. So there would be like a two-week window from there or Mm. something like that. There's things they can do, but at the moment, I do worry about the NFL that season's meant to start on September tenth. What happens on September seventh if there's an outbreak in Houston or there's an outbreak in Kansas City? We still don't know how the league's gonna do I think, that. Yeah, that's the problem is that you can
3: do as much as you want within the facilities and within, you know, locker rooms, whatever, but it all depends on the players and what they're willing to do outside of you know outside of all the lockdown and, you know restrictions, because if they're not willing to Behave, then it's not going to make a difference. And I think the biggest difference between something like the NFL and baseball as well is football is a contact sport. You can't avoid contact in football Mm -hmm. because it just doesn't work. So, you know, that's the thing is like if one player on a team, an NFL team, potentially gets a positive case, have you got to tell everyone that they played against the week before Mm. that they've all got to isolate because he was on the field with any number of people and could have Mm -hmm. come into contact with any number of people that's the difference baseball you could say oh he's a pitcher yeah you know he's not gone near any of the players from the other team and was only around certain other players from his own team
0: yeah i'm glad you mentioned the uh i'm I'm glad you mentioned the contact because um there was that rule wasn't it that the nfl said that um yeah, you can play three and a half hours of, of, uh, of an NFL game, but you can't swap jerseys at the end. Yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> you know, you've been crashing just... into each other for three hours. Like, there's, there's only going
2: to be one player at the coin toss now. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, just it's just so silly. It, it was like the
3: whole thing with the football when it came back initially, when they were like, oh, you're not celebrating and whatever like that, and they weren't doing handshakes. And it's like, sorry, what? <laughs> they're, yeah. they're playing a contact sport where they're coming into contact with each other non-stop for an hour and a half and you fussed about them celebrating and having <laughs> handshakes. It's just a tick box Literally. isn't it? Yeah. But it makes no sense That's I think that's what people look at and go it's just pointless mm. it's totally stupid and I think when people see shit like that it just makes the other stuff harder because it's just like well if you're going to be as stupid about that well is the other stuff just stupid mm. as well? Is it just being over the top? Because, like, yeah, celebrating with your teammates who you're all supposed to be in a social bubble with. So, none of you should have coronavirus, but don't mm-hmm. do it because bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it just makes you scratch your head a little bit ago. And, and have they actually thought this through at all? Mm. Or are they yeah. just doing stuff on face value to make it look like they're actually doing things, but it's not actually going to work because they're not actually focusing on the stuff that really matters which is the things outside of the facilities and mm-hmm. outside of, on the field
2: Yeah, because yeah. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that um, Mike Pennell's wearing a face mask around the facility, he's social distancing in the shower room, in the changing rooms he's social distancing in the meeting rooms if he's gone out clubbing and caught COVID and then runs into I don't know, one of our offensive linemen they're getting COVID from him uh, it's, it's, yeah. As Dave's mentioned, as I've mentioned, it's trying to get the players to recognize the sacrifice that they have to make for six months. Mm-hmm. And good organizations might be able to do that. But we do know that there are rogues in the NFL and there always has been rogues in the NFL. And it'd be interesting to see how, how much of an impact and the type of character Mm-hmm. will make an impact on, this, on the season because if we manage to go through a season without any outbreaks and happening in any team I'll be amazed that would be, yeah. be a miracle not gonna happen yeah. I was gonna say just like, wasn't Dak, didn't Dak Prescott
3: get in trouble for having a party on his birthday yeah. where he had like 20 uh, su- supposedly 20 people around when it seemed like there was a I lot mean, more
0: that's happened over here as well in soccer hasn't it there's, there's been a couple of players who have had parties recently mm-hmm. um, yeah
3: and it's just like yeah i mean but you know you look at someone like Dak prescott who's a big name quarterback on one of the bigger Mm. teams in the nfl you know you imagine a guy like that got covid it'd be and you say to the cowboys you're without your starting quarterback for two weeks while he self-isolates i mean yeah it's a bit different to you know football in a and yeah. even baseball to an extent where you can probably get around one guy being missing for a game or two football your quarterback goes down like it's very rare that you won't see a difference you know the Chiefs are probably one of the few teams where Andy Reid can scheme around it or something like that and mm-hmm. do his best but there's less well coached teams and teams with their uh, sort of worse backup situations that would probably be fucked if their starting quarterback yeah. went down or you know, an important running back, for example, like mm-hmm. you know Dak Prescott. Say Ezekiel Elliott went to his party as well, and those two guys were missing. Bye bye, Dallas Cowboys offense. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, just touching on what Tom was saying about um, players making sacrifices. We we've obviously got the players that have um, have opted out this year. Mm. Um, it's sixty nine in total, I think it was, wasn't it? In the end, wow. um, before yeah. the deadline on Thursday. Uh,
3: the Patriots as well I think it was there's a lot of
0: them for the Patriots it <laughs> was that rumour mill wasn't there going round going ah oh, they, they figured something out they yeah, figured something part. out <laughs> Then Patriots they're slippery Bill Belichick and his dog they've yeah. obviously come up with a plan
2: Um <laughs> I actually put that out there on a couple of chats and I was like, <laughs> I feel like such a bad person for saying this because and I know people have legitimate reasons, but you know, you just the first thing that popped into my head when I saw six players up to date on that first day, I was like, what's Bill done? What's well, he What, done? what yeah. loophole has he think, found? Because you know he he's, he's going to have honey. all these players back healthy for the Super Bowl. <laughs> you just know it. <laughs> but I
3: think the thing was as well, it was just the fact that like the Patriots, it seemed to be the only team where it was big name. yeah. Mm. Like Donta Hightower mm. is... Probably the one of their best players, if not their best player on their defense. It's yeah. like wasn't you know as much as obviously for the Chiefs, it would have been nice to have Damian Williams. Mm. It ain't really affecting the Chiefs much if Damian Williams is there or not. Mm-hmm. Especially now we have you know Ceh, so it's yeah. I think for a lot of the other teams, it was just kind of like okay, this you know backup player here or this backup player there, mm-hmm. and the Patriots, it was like. Four of the starters. Marcus Cannon was another one, I think, wasn't it? The didn't, right tackle, and it was just like, this is weird.
0: Yeah, I, I, am I right in saying that they had to actually give legitimate reasons for opting out as well, or, or am I just no, making that up?
3: I don't believe so. I think they no, could just
2: opt out if they wanted to. Right. Yeah, there was two structures to it. If you had, if you were um, opting out on medical grounds, you got more pay guaranteed. Yeah. If you opted out for um, your
3: just your concerns. Just, yeah. Your your mm-hmm.
2: concerns. Then you would um, get less money. Yeah, but I think it was,
3: was three hundred and fifty t- compared to one hundred and fifty
0: thousand. Yeah. right, right. Because uh, yeah, I know um, Ceh um, got into the. In obviously he's tip for the uh, the Rb1 job now because Damien Williams opted out because he's his sick mother at the moment yeah so would, would that mean so if it was his sick mother would he get the 350 or would he get the 150 believe so yes he would get the 350 because it's yeah. it's medically kind of connected yeah. kind of thing right okay No, I just wanted to just check because yeah because I, I don't I don't remember seeing any of the reasons from the Patriots players I mean if they did have to disclose that information then so be it but yeah, I, I know that the Chiefs players that opted out, especially with um, L- uh, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif. Yeah, I think he had a an, a real legitimate reason as well because he's been doing some stellar work at his hospital, hasn't he? Where he's been working during the off season. Yeah. Literally came off a Super Bowl win, had about a week to himself or something, and then he went straight into uh, to obviously yeah. you know helping patients. I mean, credit to the guy the for doing The thing as that.
3: well is uh, it comes out of the player's salary next season. Yeah, to pay for it this year, so. Yeah, I think a lot of people didn't realize that at first. So they were expecting a load of like roster bubble guys to basically opt out and take the money. Yeah. Um without realizing that no, if they opt out and take the money and then don't make a team next year, they still have to pay it back. So I think that's mm-hmm. why the sort of exodus of roster bubble guys hasn't happened because they'll probably see it now as an opportunity if guys have opted out to yeah. Maybe um, the, Work the way up the depth
0: top. The sad thing is about this as well, this opt-out thing. It has, it did anger quite a lot of the fans, didn't it? Not, not. I'm not saying Chiefs fans. I'm saying from like you know across the league. Basically, there was there was a lot of players who were opting out, and they were getting a lot of shit on like social media for it.
2: But that comes back to something I was saying earlier about your mentality towards COVID in general. Yeah. If you, if you take COVID seriously, like I believe us three do then you're sympathetic of people's reasons for opting out if you think it's all a hoax and oh my god only 0.06% of people die blah 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 mm-hmm. and that's your general attitude towards COVID you're going to be less sympathetic to people opting out and ha- their concerns so yeah I-, I wouldn't I wouldn't waste up any time or energy on these people um, they're just wrong <laughs> they're, they're just wrong and lack empathy that's yeah. what it is exactly. Exactly.
0: are you looking forward to the first game of the season then?
2: I am, I am actually um, I'm interested to see how, what they do for the in-game experience for the fans mm.
0: um, No pre-season either
2: No um, Obviously the Chiefs are very well set for this type of season the return, X amount of starters from last year, return yeah. with their co- their coaches yeah. Everybody's um, intact basically. Yeah, that's yeah. it um, They can just pretty much pick up where they left off and I think um, the well-run organisations, the well-run teams the teams that have kept all of their pieces in place your baltimores your 49ers your your chiefs um i think are going to do well i think i wouldn't be surprised to see similar sort of teams up up near the top again um like tom brady's going into tampa bay and yeah we expect that to be a good team but do we expect it to be good from week 1 after having zero time in preseason yeah, and good point. Yeah, and exactly. him learn and learning a new playbook as well, he might they might struggle there. All the rookie quarterbacks, your Joe Burrows you guys that are coming back from injury, they might struggle because they haven't had time to bed in. Like mm-hmm. Pittsburgh might be a very good team this year. They arguably should be a very good team. But Big Ben hasn't played football since the beginning of last year. How's he gonna do coming back week one for having no preseason games? So if I think fast starts are gonna determine a lot this year and I do fancy the Chiefs to get up to one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um is there any particular team that you think from the NFC side of things that you think they could be the ones that to really watch this year?
3: I mean, you can't look past the 49ers again. They've pretty yeah. much returned most of their pieces. Um and generally defensive teams are more likely to sort of carry mm. it on from year to year than uh, offensive teams, but yeah, I do think they're in a they're in a decent spot. Um, yeah. And obviously, Kyle Shanahan's a very good coach, regardless of what you think about his uh, yeah, his scheme in the second half of the Super Bowl game. Well, his Super Bowl record's not particularly good at the moment. No, long, is it? but you know, overall, still a very good coach. Um, you know, uh, you would think that probably the Packers, again, built on a good defense with a fact QB like Rogers, will be there or thereabouts again, regardless of what you think of their draft and not them not really drafting any weapons for Rodgers um you know I'd I, still think they'll be they'll be a decent side um the AFC East will be a weird one uh, NFC East will be a weird one I think cuz there's sort of yeah a lot of turnover there and you know outside of maybe the Cowboys it all looks like a bit of a crapshoot. Mm. um and yeah the NFC South you'd have to think the Saints will be in it again mm. um, again Tampa Bay is going to be a weird one like Tom said you're not sure it's the first time Tom Brady's had to learn a new system in 20 years um, a load of new guys that he's not played with before um, but he'll he,
0: be he'll be bringing an ideal won't he he'll be bringing something from the I mean, that is Bruce the Arians Patriots is, way Bruce
3: Arians is
2: set to his scheme
3: yeah Bruce Arians is Bruce Arians it's his yeah. scheme he's going to run that scheme mm-hmm um. so yeah as much as Brady probably won't have more input than say Jameis Winston will it's still Bruce Arians' scheme mm. so it'll be interesting to see how they sort of mesh together yeah. Um. and yeah I think yeah like Tom said I think the teams that were good last year because of the you know shortened off season the lack of preseason games they're likely to be the teams that are better again because yeah teams that have had a lot of turnover got new coaching stats got a lot of rookies in you think they'll struggle initially just because of the lack of preparation time and Mm -hmm. ability to get guys game time in preseason
0: yeah yeah it's going to be interesting to see actually with uh, Breeze uh, and Brady Mm -hmm. isn't it NFC South it's going to be it's going to be good I'm, I'm looking forward to that and you know obviously I'm not Brady's biggest fan but I think seeing those two you know fighting it out, um, you know, twice as well. Hopefully yeah. twice if the season lasts. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but um I, I actually think that the Saints are probably gonna be hot this year. It's um they're all expecting Drew Brees to be um, yeah. you know the, the, his last the chance kind of are of
2: now the Chiefs of the NFL. They've replaced yeah. us as the bridesmaids of the NFL. <laughs> really yeah. Are. The uh,
3: NFC West is gonna be brutal next year though. Yeah. Arizona will be better. <laughs> obviously, they've got DeAndre Hopkins. Um, year two of Kyler Murray. The Seahawks, obviously, always going to be good while well, Russell Wilson's there. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a brutal division. I don't envy any of the teams in that having to play two of those teams twice a year.
0: Yeah, I yeah. Mean, Russell Wilson.
3: The Rams. You'd expect the Rams to be better again this year. So yeah, that's four good teams that are, you know would probably fancy the chances of most of the other divisions in the NFL to stand a chance of winning them.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Russell Wilson second best player in the NFL Top 100 Are we going to um, talk about the NFL Top 100 Are we going to go? touch
3: know on that I don't
2: know whether it's a good thing to
0: Tom, do Tom was basically going I ain't talking about that oh, ever.
3: I'm,
2: I'm telling the party <laughs> line The Arrowhead Pride party line is that we're not covering that <laughs> So um, Just me and Dave but, talking but then eh? But this isn't Arrowhead Pride <laughs> like, like a good Tory I'm just going to fall in place <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: um. no, there's a lot being said about the NFL Top 100, which, um, I mean, as Chiefs fans, we've got to look at that. Yes, we've got to be angry about it in some respects, it but it's o- just
2: comical. Yeah, that's, but that's the best way to describe it. But Papa the way Holmes I. doesn't
3: care. Like, yeah. he doesn't care that he's number four. Oh, do you all
0: know what? I, to I is... think he's got a no, bit of a chip all on his I'm shoulder saying, with that. All now.
3: I'm saying it, yeah, Well, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. All it is to him is a bit more material to stick on the bulletin board, yeah. you know. You saw it against Chicago last year with the count into ten, yeah, and everything like that. You, you know, he plays with a chip on his shoulder, and he doesn't care that he's not number one. He's just quite happy to go and show people that they're wrong more than anything. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, not just Mahomes, but Kelsey Hill. I think they've they've all gonna they've got to, all got to feel a bit aggrieved to have not been in the top ten.
3: Mm. I think the biggest. The guy that's got the most aggrieved not for not even making it is Mitchell Swartz.
0: Oh god, yeah, it's not even on the top one hundred.
3: Joke. <laughs> Absolute joke that he's not in the top one hundred. But other than that. But Todd Girl
0: you can get on. I mean, come on.
3: <laughs> Don't set me saying, off. It's a stupid thing. It's yeah. Popularity it doesn't Fortnite. matter. Doesn't literally doesn't matter. I think if you ask Pat Mahomes, what would you rather be number one on the top one hundred or Super Bowl MVP and champion? I think I know which one he'd rather have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Actually, just um
0: mentioning the uh, the top guy in there, Lamar Jackson, do you think he's gonna have another good season? Yeah. Do you think he's gonna be Probably. still hot? Still, you know, nobody's Maybe gonna find not, out find him out and have tape on him anymore.
3: I mean, I think there'll <laughs> certainly be potentially there's always chance for a slight regression. I mean, look at Mahomes last year. Mm. You know, obviously I know he missed a few games with injury, but he's still obviously not gonna hit the heights of his first year starting. And I'm sure there'll be, you know, a slight regression for Jackson as teams do figure out ways to, to mm-hmm. stop that run game a little bit and the two tight end sets that they like to use an awful lot. But, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I still expect him to be good, though, for sure.
0: Yeah. going to move, it, make a movie about this. Speaking of movies, see what I did there? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you just... about, have you finished talking about the top
0: 100 yeah yeah, yeah you can join in now Tom you can join in now Tom
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just that like gif you know where someone wakes up and starts clapping <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the start clapping and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> immediately falls asleep
3: again
0: <laughs> yeah no um, Yeah. I think we'll leave the NFL talk for a bit now we we, we like to leave the Chiefs talk a lot to the Arrowheads Abroad lads who uh, are yeah, doing a good job with that at the moment I think they are. They are. Yeah, yeah. got some good, uh, good celebs on.
3: Yeah, they did.
2: They got better guest selection than we have had. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> we got <laughs> by purely on our. I don't know. How did we get by? I don't understand. Why the people? <laughs> no to
0: idea, us. mate. No idea. But no, they've had uh, BJ Kissel on, who's recently left mm-hmm. the Chiefs organization. Um, which uh, I was sad about that actually, because I, you know, he was the kind of guy that, you know, I. I liked, I liked watching the YouTube channel with BJ Kissel on anyway so uh, I liked his reporting and stuff so yeah um, it's going to be a big miss but um, Tom's application form is in as soon as he's like breaking news correspondent uh, all the way across in the UK
2: yeah. Here's Tom Charles from Chiefs Camp, <laughs> yo. <laughs> what,
3: can
1: he's a he's a Chiefs. Uh,
2: <laughs> Demetrius, I didn't mean anything I said about you. Man. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that would be fun actually. All the people, all the t- all the players that you've kind of uh, bad mouthed over the years. Yeah, Demetrius being one of them. Obviously, he's not a chief now, but you know. But uh, yeah, that, that would be fun. Have you got your application form in, Tom?
2: I have not. No, I'm. Uh, I'm okay. You're waiting to be scouted. I, is that I, what yeah, it is? Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get He's short He's too big too. time to apply for jobs. He, <laughs> he gets head hunted, don't you know,
3: Brad? Well, yeah. That's how it Getting works. Getting head yeah. <laughs> <So,
0: laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I was just touching on, um you know, what we were doing on lockdown uh, earlier in the in the program, and. uh yeah, movies was the was a thing that we were gonna to touch on briefly, but uh is there a, is there any particular movie that you were very disappointed in seeing that it was actually put back because of COVID that's the release oh, date and everything.
2: Tom. <laughs> no.
0: No, none. Not a <laughs> no. one.
2: No. Um I like films. But I like films. and unless, unless it's a Star Wars film, they're the only ones I kind of pencil in, like, for, that I'm gonna I'm gonna be free that day. I can't arrange anything. Outside of that, I, I couldn't tell you what films were meant to come out. I know that like, Disney Plus are gonna make me pay for Mulan in the next month or two. Um, but aren't no you meant to be googling
0: out. this by, before we actually start the show? What what movies were coming out that were yeah, been put I had, back?
2: I, I had a look. I had a look on the There's nothing there you're not happy about. Literally (laughs) nothing. (laughs) Um, I mean,
3: right, let's go back to this. Tom's wrong. There's definitely not nothing.
2: You two, like, I I know that I've probably missed uh, a re um, imaginated. Disney film like Mulan. I know there's probably been about five Marvel films in that time <laughs> that you guys are obsessed with, and I couldn't really care. I watch actually it. just one so far. Okay, it right. has
0: actually put back a yeah, one Marvel the Marvel series movie. as well. I
2: know yeah. Top Guns was meant to come out, been put back. Yeah, I'm really Bond upset 100. about that. Bond
3: 25, top Bond, oh, Bond 25 Bond. got delayed. No, yeah, no, Tenet, no, the new Christopher no. Nolan film that looked amazing. Got mm-hmm. it that that's been delayed. That's been. Delayed indefinitely as well, Tenet. So, like, I saw there's, I saw
2: there's out. like a Matrix Four coming out, but that's not till like two or three years time. They need whatever.
0: to leave that alone.
2: Yeah, they should have ended it after one.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, Bond, Bond does nothing for me. Like Daniel Craig Bonds, like they are great films, right? They're really, really good films the Daniel Craig Bonds because they're really dark. They've gone down the whole like. Batman Begins, Dark Knight type Mm. way, where it's all dark, it's the way that films are like to be made these days. But you wouldn't want to be Daniel Craig's Bond for love nor money. He is the shittest Bond to be. It was the best one then? Piers Brosnan, Sean Connery, Roger Moore walks into a bar, girls' clothes fall off, and then a baddie walks in, he gives him a quick slap, he's dead. Just a quick
3: quick second here, Tom. Do you not remember the first Daniel Craig Bond film where he literally walked out of the ocean in nothing but tiny short shorts and then had sex with a ridiculously beautiful woman?
2: Yeah, but then he almost died in his car because he got drugged or something like that. Daniel Craig Bond has to go through the fucking mill just (laughs) to get where he needs to be. (laughs) Piers Brosnan's mill, he goes skiing, jumps off a mountain, Union Jack parachute. Bob's your uncle easy peasy Daniel Craig he has to do all sorts of shit just to get it to his destination <laughs> fuck being Daniel Craig's Bond definitely the worst Bond oh, just winds me up it's great films really good films shit Bond
3: there's someone that didn't care about films a minute ago. have
2: suddenly changed the tune and all Yeah, lot. but I'm right about this Bond. It's a point I always make whenever we go into Bond. But he's like meant the most, to. It's like the most intellectual thing I've ever said in my life, and it's the one point I try to like shoehorn whenever anyone brings up James Bond. Believe Zeland. it or
0: not, Tom, Raid, right? Believe it or not. But Daniel Craig's Bond is actually meant to be the closest to the actual
2: book's. Give, give a fuck. The books, are, the, books aren't, <laughs> the books aren't the reason why James Bond is successful. It's the fact it, Sean Connery's Bond, Roger Moore, Timothy But what Dolan, about the
3: fact that Skyfall's the highest grossing Bond film of the, all time, films, even adjusting for inflation?
2: Because it's a good film. It doesn't matter. It still doesn't change the fact you wouldn't want to be Daniel Craig's Bond.
0: We, all right. All right. This begs the question: Which Bond would you rather be?
2: Any of the other ones. <laughs> any of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, any of the other ones. My favourite is Roger Moore, but yeah. um, I'd happy be any of the other ones. Daniel Craig would be last in that list. Because yeah. I've, like, I've got to like he goes through. I've got to say,
3: you couldn't get away with making the Bond films like they used to be made. Though. No, you, you couldn't. That's why they should stop making. Them. <laughs> like, imagine.
2: Can you imagine, Can you imagine them?
0: making? Them no, like they like they were. Oh, jeez.
3: you get It's like <laughs> honestly genuinely it is like it would be like an Austin power well, it feel like an Austin Powers movie in comparison the
0: amount of people who would get triggered from it as well
2: oh yeah i, I, I yeah, don't, but, I mean, I it's don't think It's
3: understandable you're wrong. to an, to an extent like you know society has moved along since the like, as someone who loves the original bond films mm. society has moved along since the original bond films and has pro- progressed for the better in certain aspects with things like that so I don't have an issue with some of the really obvious uh, sexual connotations that were in mm-hmm. the Bond yeah. films being excluded. But, I say, it. I guess, yeah, there is that element of are they truly the kind like Bond films anymore? I think there's possibly a kind of a happy medium with more mm-hmm. of like the Pierce Brosnan style films where yeah. they weren't as ridiculous no. as... The Connery and Moore
2: films. Do you know really, Daniel Craig is never going to have a Union Jack parachute? He's never going to have. He's no. never going to have it as easy as Piers Brosnan. And this is purely my point. Out of all the Bonds, Daniel Craig, a good actor, great films, and they are great films. But you just wouldn't want to be him.
0: Is there a particular favourite line from a Bond film that you that you love the most? Like, oh, for instance, yeah. like. Uh,
2: it's the one where he orders a Heineken and everyone went fucking mental. because <laughs> Product placement hit its peak at that point. <laughs> everyone went mental. Yeah. <laughs> no, I
0: was thinking, like, something like, you know, when. Uh, well, I think it was Roger Moore was coming out of this kind of like snowy hut and he just, you know, there's like a half naked woman on the bed and she goes, But I need you, James. And he's like, So does England. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of thing that I think, yes. That's what a bond is. Oh,
2: Britannia. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was that kind of thing, wasn't it? So does England. You know. um, yeah, we don't have that now, do we? I, I can see what you're saying. The The actual the, the bond of modern times is probably a little bit shitter than what the the, the, the bond of, of the yesterday was.
2: It's harder on the body.
3: It's not shitter, it's just different. Yeah. It's not, because, as I say, like Skyfall and Casino Royale are two of my favourite Bond films. Skyfall are brilliant, yeah. Um, But yeah, they certainly have a wildly different feel to the older Bond films as well. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make them any less Bond for me. I disagree with Tom there, it doesn't make them any less Bond for me. There's still Bond films at the core. It's just that, yeah, the the feel and the tone is different.
0: That must have been reflected in the recent poll that would been done, um, with who was the who's the nation's mm. favourite Bond. It's
3: Connery, obviously. And it was Connery, yeah. Sean mm-hmm. Connery.
0: And then you'd think uh Roger Moore or something second, wouldn't you? Um, I think have gone
3: Brosnan second probably over Moore, but yeah. it's just me. Yeah. Personal um, preference
0: but Yeah, no no he wasn't second either. Can you guess who was second? Daniel
3: Craig. Was it Craig?
0: No. It Timothy wasn't even the top three.
3: Was it... Oh God, who, Timothy Dalton? Timothy
0: Dalton was second.
3: Wow. <laughs> Seriously? I know. I not believe <laughs> he it. He did. Didn't he only do two bombs? Two, I you? think, yeah. yeah. What was it? Didn't he do Licence to Kill and... Uh, what else did he do? Don't, don't ask for View that. to a Kill? Yeah. No. What no, View
0: to the... a Kill was... Um,
3: License to license kill, to kill. Was one of them. License to kill was one of them, yeah. And he did but, another he did another one after that. I can't, I can't remember, remember which what it one is. it was. Yeah.
0: But uh yeah, third was okay, Piers Brosnan Oh here we go. <laughs> what Bond Hello there. How can I be of
2: service? <laughs>
0: Hi Google.
3: Oh. Okay, Google, play Spanish flea. What,
2: <laughs> what Bond films did Timothy Dalton star in? According to Wikipedia, he is best known for portraying James Bond in *The Living Daylights* and *License to Kill*, as well Loving as *Mister*. Right. Wow! Jane Eyre. There you go. All right,
0: there shut up. Uh, we, <laughs> yeah. I'm done with you. <laughs> she wasn't no. funny this time, was she?
2: No, no, no. But she she got the answer right for once. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Tom tests Google. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No, go on in. I went on for a bit of a rant about James Bond, and you two are your movie buffs. You you love your films. What films are you most looking forward to being released that you obviously missed thanks to COVID and the pandemic?
3: Yeah, well, I say I touched on mine. So, Tenet by Nolan. I love Nolan films. Yeah. Yeah, I was gutted because, as I say, like I said before, it's been delayed indefinitely. So. Who knows at this point when it's supposed to be coming out? Now. And definitely is a horrible word.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, could be it's a horrible word. You
3: know, could be six months, could be a year. Who knows at this point? So, yeah, yeah I'm a little bit disappointed about that because I think it's one of those things. It's nice to have that distraction at the minute, and it's not there on the movie front because, yeah, unless the movies were finished filming before COVID, mm-hmm. you know, there's not really a lot to be done and I say some studios are not willing to miss out on the box office
0: yeah uh, well the, the inner six year old uh,
1: <laughs>
0: is actually uh, very upset that um, Top Were Gun you Maverick six when Top Gun one I was well no no I was actually I think it was five but I, I actually watched it on video because obviously I could not get 80, it in the cinema uh, 80,
3: 86
0: 86? 86 yeah. was it or 85 it was out or something oh, well, 86, no I might have been 86 so I might have been 86. seven actually I might have been seven um so yeah, I watched that and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest movie of all time." Mm. Uh, I know people have tried to ram it down my throat, saying it's a gay movie and all that kind of thing, but I won't believe it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Top Gun Maverick, I was looking, I, I was looking forward to it, but not okay. because I, I hold the first one in such a high regard. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's just right. Well, it's a it's it's a Navy recruitment film, in it really. So uh, yeah, I wanted to be a fighter pilot when I was seven. Obviously, I followed that dream.
2: <laughs> and here we are. And here
0: we are. I'm on the hour heads of road. Well, no, I'm not. I'm on the TBD podcast yeah. now. Haven't I? I've been demoted. No <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of yeah. I was looking forward to it, but not because it'd be very different to what the original was. So mm-hmm. yeah, very very upset that I couldn't get to judge it though. Yeah, but anyway, no,
2: it should be it should be good. Um, I'm quite looking forward to that. Top Gun, the original was the first film that I watched with a home surround sound system. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, you can, can my, my... This
3: fancy, fancy guy with his home surround system. Probably nicked off the back of a van as well. It's
0: Arrowhead <laughs> our, our uh, Pride paycheck who's paid for yeah, that, hasn't it? Yeah.
2: Um, my old man bought it years and he got the surround sound system and he straight. it. In quotation marks, <laughs> uh, <laughs> bought
3: off there, off Ron down the road. Yeah, Dodgy happens to find div. on a van? Yeah.
2: and then he got he got Top Gun out of there. Uh, someone's in a coat. <laughs> yeah, it was on no, like, no, Yeah, no it was cage, like he pulled it open, and, and it
3: was just like a blank CD with Top Gun written on it, like Sharpie. Yeah, just like that doesn't look legit. <laughs> five
0: quid, mate. Five quid. Yeah. Yes,
2: yeah. yeah. yeah, so it was the first film I ever watched at home surround sound and. It holds a it holds a place in my heart. What, I thought have you're you ever played play the Top up, Gun? You ever played the Top Gun drinking game? Something mm, I used no, to play no. years ago, back in my day. If you watch um, you watch Top Gun, and you have a drink every time someone says a call sign, <laughs> you are pissed within really half an hour. Jeez, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. It, do- it doesn't last very long. Um, I was going to say,
3: yeah. Top Gun, I make it through.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say,
3: like I thought you were almost about to say Top. I watched it the other day, and it holds up. And I'm like. It definitely doesn't hold up. I don't know which Top Gun you've been watching, but that <laughs> film has not aged well. I think, I think
1: you've got
0: to live through that time to appreciate it, Dave.
3: I, I mean, yeah, I'll admit, I'm not old as both as you, old <laughs> bastards. So, yeah, that's fine.
0: No, it's, it's just one of, those things, one of those films, if I'm having a bad day, I've just got to stick it on and just watch it. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right then, boys, I'm low on whiskey now. Um, so, um, yeah. Thanks very much for uh, chatting with me, mate. Both here.
3: Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> the whiskey's awesome. kicking in. I'm which which one of us is I am to talk do? to you. <laughs> you, one? on the other hand,
2: fuck you. <laughs> I was like, if I talk first, I'm basically admitting that he's my mate. <laughs> Tom went,
3: mmm. I know I had to invite him to the Super Bowl, but that's because Dave wasn't there. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're both kind of in my head, I think. It's like voices in my head. I'm just chatting to myself in a mic. <laughs> but uh no i appreciate like um yeah we should do more of these i know it's um to be decided and all that kind of thing but we just kind of go do you fancy doing one now mm-hmm. yeah let's let's get a beverage and uh and, and just stick the mics mm-hmm. on so yeah, uh,
3: ramble, nonsense, ramble well.
0: nonsense for a bit yeah so hopefully people enjoy this because i think yeah people like our rambles they don't like my rambles because i'm rambling now <laughs> but um but uh anyway yeah we've got to go because dave's uh doing an exam soon um so yeah, we've got to get off now. But uh, thanks very so much. Thanks very much for listening to the TBD podcast, and we'll speak to you again when Whenever. we decide. <laughs>
1: Listening to the TBD Podcast, part of the Arrowheads Abroad Network, the official home of the international Kansas City Chiefs fans. (laughs) For a more serious take on all things Chiefs, be sure to check out the Arrowheads Abroad Podcast. Who knows, we may even show up there from time to time. But that's to be decided.